Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. You know who I am? I'm Squid Bill. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning, ladies and germs. It is the morning shift. Triple in for uh, Tiffany all week. Day number three of our little uh, powwows that we've been having. Uh, gentlemen, um, voice holding up. I, I am so, that was the worst thing. But, well, you remember everybody was sick yeah. in some way, shape, or form. The month of December was a beast. Uh, I mean, mine lasted like two months. I couldn't talk for like uh, four or five weeks. That was that was uh, agony, especially considering, you know, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I say, we were worried that, about That's you. like being a, a one-armed drummer. Who could do that? The guy from They're Death Leopard. There. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that's what I meant, dummies. I wasn't sure if I could speak yet. I didn't want to. I didn't want to speak too soon. Today. Oh, you're suffering a little PTSD, yeah, are you? I didn't want to get. I didn't want to get my. I snapped my, at you. That I don't normally snap I at felt, people. I felt like a puppy. Like the only thing you didn't do was put my nose in it. And <laughs> smack the smack the magazine. I walked <laughs> in the room this morning. You peed just a little bit. <laughs> felt like uh, Steak Shapiro in the Raheem Morris press conference. Where yeah, <laughs> right. he got lightly <laughs> reprimanded because he interrupted him. No, it was Raheem was being funny with it, man. But of it course. was it was funny because. I thought the same way that State did because Raheem was taking a dramatic. It pause. was a dramatic. He pause. wanted to, he wanted to hammer home the point, and he kind of just paused, and it was like a one count, two. Count. I'm I'm like the NBA referee. Oh, you're doing the court, thing. You know? You're doing yeah, the, yeah, sideways, the sideways uh, hand arm. thing. Count I'm making counts. I think I think he, I think I got to a four <laughs> count. <laughs> State goes into his next question. Yeah, he got uh, over he got over the the half line just in time. But you know, well, I'll say this: no outlet was better represented than us. On Monday, that is for a fact. and made a bigger impact because you know we went we went from state being re- reprimanded to you know our 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 own Mark Zeno and he rode his Honda Shadow there and had his <laughs> his, his skull cap on and right Ra- he does try to work a vibe, doesn't he? Yeah, and Raheem had to he he literally looked like uh, the only thing he was missing on Monday was a chain wallet and he would have had his biker gang complete. <laughs> you got your on, you're really intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, funny is all they, five foot six of them. Everybody <laughs> was thinking it when Zeno walked in. You know, it's it's like everybody's. I was you know I was dressed in a, a Falcons polo and wanted to look at least looked part. I had never been to an introductory press conference, and so 
Yeah, when Zeno walks in, I'm kind of looking at him going, ah, I didn't really know that was an option. Wear a skull cap and some, you know, some Oakleys. <laughs> now, <laughs> <So that> was... <laughs> in fairness, I did have my red bobber hat and my rowback hoodie on. So, yeah, but yeah. That, that's a, that's a, you know, well, a we sat in the very, very back uh, under style. the cameras, and, and Zeno sat in row two. Yeah, uh, and made sure he got his question in. So, but, but but why do you think it has to be such a formal affair where you have to dress so nice? It, it evidently doesn't because Raheem did not want it that way. Uh, uh, Coach Ra, as they, you know, where everybody was calling him, was like, "Y'all got to loosen up." And you know he's 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 just uh, he's good at that being charismatic and kind of loosening everybody up. And I I really do feel like by the end of the by the end of the deal Monday that everybody was a little bit more loosened. Well, up, it seems stuffy and corporate because the Falcons can be a little stuffy and corporate though. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I don't think there's any doubt when you when you see that Mercedes logo behind it and you got Greg Beatles up there and all these powerful people in the room and uh, obviously you didn't have Arthur Blank in attendance, um, but when you look at it that way, it's kind of like, oh, I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. So it was new for me. Do we have any updates on Arthur? Minor uh, medical procedure? Uh, no, it seemed it, it was all would be well, and then he would uh, he would speak either later this week or maybe uh, – Probably next week. I know that Super. You know, oh, wait, this is this is Super Bowl week. Yeah, I was gonna. I was Why gonna do say, I keep thinking the Super coming. Bowl is not this week? I, I I've done that a lot. Uh, so I, I think I'm sure. I think he'll be out. He was at one point. I think they were planning on being out there. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything as of late. But everything seemed to be fine. Well, all the owners usually go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Arthur normally does the rounds on Radio Row. I don't. I don't know if he'll. Uh, I don't know if he have a place to park his plane. I don't know if y'all saw that. They're, they're, they're out of parking spots at like all four airports that are wow. near Las Vegas. All they gotta do is is just pull over the tarmac, let them off, and fly to a yeah, like a another bus stop. place, like a like a bus stop. Just open the door, yeah. and get off, and and how many are such radical environmentalists too when they fly their private jets? <laughs> their carbon footprint bigger <laughs> than that of a third world country. I don't remember what the wor- uh, what the uh, amount was, but it was like four thousand private jets or something. They were expecting to. To well, those four airports. That's there, like so. that that little girl that was doing the world tour about, you know, uh, oh, Greta Thornburg saving the saving yeah, the world, the, yeah. you know, the uh, the environment, and like, are you taking a rowboat everywhere or what? <laughs> I mean, no, she's ship. flying private. Took a ship somewhere. Uh, at one point, I remember thinking that, but yeah, that's way off. Is it, is it? Is it? Is it the black? The Black Pearl? I don't know. Because I mean, if not, the environment's getting damaged some way, shape, or form. Ah, we're doomed anyway. You kidding me? We are so doomed. Everything. All all institutions in this country and world are we're all doomed. It's the end times, my friend. But well the Hawks <laughs> have to play in Boston before the rapture occurs, and that'd be tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to laugh, but that hard pivot. We're all doomed. Hey, what about the Hawks? We gotta figure out the trade deadline. I know. Deadline. They, I, know yeah. I know. That is, is that is, is such a big, big mystery to me. I have no idea of what they're gonna do. I I think the the longer this goes on, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. The longer this goes on, the less likely I feel like it is is that anything happens, and and I think that that is going to be I think it's going to be hard for a lot well, of people. Well, now what swallow. Brian Windhorst said, the uh, preeminent uh, NBA. Yeah, well, reporter. he he basically said that he doesn't think they're, they're they that they want to blow the team up. I the farther we get into it, I'm like, okay, maybe it'll just be a small trade. Maybe it'll well, be like a veteran moving yeah. around where you bring in kind of like a. You know, I, I, was it two years ago or last year that they brought Bruno back? And, you know, it was just like one of those little, little small moves for a depth piece on the bench. Which can mean a lot, though, when you don't have a lot of depth and then you get a couple of injuries and people dinged up. That really erodes your depth in your rotations. Yeah. And uh, What constitutes blowing this team up, though? Is it DeJounte? I mean, they trade one of the starters. Yeah. Well, so, so you think if they – and I'm, I'm not being 
being aggressive. I'm just saying, do you think if they trade Clint Capella, it's blowing the team up? I, I don't necessarily think trading Clint Capella That's a good question. is, what, is blowing what the is team the up. What is the benchmark for what constitutes blowing up? I guess probably three three players that play the most minutes. Yeah. Well, a starter and a two, two bit pieces that also play a lot of minutes. Rob, I know you know this. Remember the what the uh, three years that they were trading John Collins every offseason, every draft day, <laughs> every trade in deadline. And it never happened never until happened. last year. The same people that said he was uh, he'll be traded before this, he'll be traded before that, are now saying, well, they're making a move, whether it's Jante or Capella or or you know this guy. They're, they're definitely making a move. So I, I honestly don't think they make one move. I think they stand pat. I kind of think they will too. I could be way wrong, and it. I mean, who cares? I don't really care if I am or not. I just. It's like, you know, they were going to do all this stuff in the offseason. All they did was trade John Collins. That's yeah. it. It just, it just seems like this team never still, makes the move you think they're going to make. No, guys, but I still thought coming into the season, maybe they could sneak, scratch, and claw their way to maybe a five seed. And uh, I just, not the case. I, I, if they don't make a move, I'm still going to sit here and hold out hope that having everybody healthy and, and being around Quinn, you know, yep. for, a, for a full season that you can somehow round into form. I don't know that that obviously isn't for my for me and my opinion, say run at a championship, but that you could get a little bit better and maybe have a better finish than you did last year. I I don't know, though. I don't want them to just make a trade just to make a trade. It's got to be something that makes sense. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to get backed into a corner. But when you're talking about the the financial restrictions, it seems like, you know, some of these decision makers are dealing with and. Uh, there, there's really not a good solution. It seems like you, you got to figure out a way around that, and so that's where you kind of end up where you're at right now, where you're stuck in purgatory. At least we now have one All Star, as Trey was, as Trey was uh, named to the yeah. All Star team as a uh, reserve because of Joel uh, Joel Embiid, yeah, as as he's been called, but was out with injury. So that's you know, look, and Julius Randle as well. Scotty Barnes made it also. Well, you know, Draymond Green actually had some pretty high praise for Trey. Talking about it's hell guarding him, it's absolute hell. I'm telling and we're you, we're talking about the former Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. So that's what Steph told Trey. He said, "Look, Clay's getting Clay's Clay's done. I'm getting older. You come run point. I'll move over the two, and we'll win another <laughs> title or two. Uh, I'm, that's what he told him. I, I, don't be surprised, Trey. Don't ask to go to Golden State this offseason. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, I no, kid, I, but yeah." Yeah, but you might there might be some seriousness in there. No, I I, I don't I don't know what to think, and and I'm glad for Trey that he finally did make the All Star team. I feel, in my opinion, it seems ridiculous that we've gotten this far. I mean, he's the reigning uh, conference player of the week, and it just it it just the whole thing seems like a slap in the face. And as much as as much as Trey can be polarizing in this city and to to some people in this fan base for for reasons I don't quite understand. He's still our guy, right? He's still our guy, our superstar, and I'm happy to see him. I agree. I, I think, in fact, his defenses have improved his, his all-around game. I mean, he's, he's become one of the best passing guards in the NBA. I his mean, defense that evolution, has been so underrated this year. Right. And that that's a sign of maturity. That was my fundamental issue with Trey, just mature a little bit, and it seems like he's heading in that direction. And I think uh, whatever issues are out there in the NBA, they kind of kept him off the all-star team until he gets in via injury. Interesting, interesting. All right, coming up next, Matt Ryan speaks. What does Matt Ryan have to say about Raheem Morris? We'll get into that next on the morning shift. This is Sports Radio 929 again. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. 
We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Started. Go ahead with the morning shift. Time for the show on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Bisexuals are just greedy. Welcome back to the morning shift, Sports Radio 929 The Game, as we talk about us, Stacey Tales. <laughs> well, she makes me feel a certain way. I know she's no longer married now. Exploring. She's going back and forth. Prefers all things. I love to say things to just make you guys look a certain way. <laughs> Rob, I couldn't get any further from this microphone if I tried right now. <laughs> that's that's what I try to do. How about Brock Purdy, man? How about them Raiders? Tell you what, that Brock Purdy, man, you know, he's, he's done well this week answering questions about, you know, You know, Mr. I've forgotten Brock Purdy's, you know, it's interesting. This has got to be a first where we have, we have two Super Bowl quarterbacks, both of whose dads, Played professional baseball, you know Pat Mahomes, senior no major leaguer. First time, right? And and Purdy, as pitchers, yeah, Purdy was in the Braves organization. He was a minor leaguer for like seven years. About to get called up in '98, but uh, hurt his elbow and he was done. So they, um, you know, someone, uh, Patrick Mahomes' father was arrested over the weekend for suspicion of DUI, and you know, someone actually asked Patrick Mahomes about that at the opening night. Yeah. I don't understand why that's news necessarily, but but also I'm thinking though that with a family history, and Pat Mahomes seems like he's the only one that's rock solid, stable. Seems like a great dude, but what is it? Are his brother and father like getting on the phone? What can we do to make up uh, your life Patrick's uh, life a little more difficult today? Yeah, yeah. it's so frustrating, man. You know that Patrick Mahomes has loved the Taylor Swift Travis uh, Travis Kelsey relationship because it, Brittany Mahomes, and I think it was unfair. Got so much scrutiny for for being ride or die because they have, they've been together since high school. Yeah, and she was always criticized for how she cheered and whatever. And and now she's an afterthought. Yeah. She's just the girl next yeah. to uh, Taylor Swift in this suite. Isn't it fair that Mahomes' wife gets such uh, blowback and uh, scrutiny and criticism? She doesn't bother me that much. She doesn't seem no, seems to be good at the top. Seems to be a good mom. Yeah. That's really all that matters. To, right. to to be quite honest with you, it's 
in the end, at the end of the day, as long as he's a good dad, she's a good mom, and he's he's a good teammate, then what a, you know, nothing to talk about. Well, so. that's that social media, man. It's just made us a lot meaner. It's the eighty twenty rule, man. There's always going to be twenty percent of people that are just absolutely pissed off about something. And yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. I think just, all of those people follow me. <laughs> hey, this hour brought to you by Morgan and Morgan Injured Hire Morgan and Morgan America's largest injury law. Ooh, a burped law firm. Excuse me. Well, you sound like stay down. <laughs> you know, the worst thing you can ever hear, and I can't stand it, when you hear when you hear a host eating on the air. Oh, dude. Well, it's like, uh, what was the, uh, who was the, the Saints GM? Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis that was smacking his gum during his end-of-the-year press conference. <laughs> he, was, he was talking about Dennis Allen's coaching record and how, you know, most coaches take a while to get to where they're good head coaches. and. It was like, dude, somebody had to have stepped in. Like, somebody ever, on the PR firm has to go, dude, take the gum out of your mouth. You ever seen a goat chew grass? That's, That's what it reminded me of, Mickey Loomis <laughs> chewing his gum. Very very spot on. Very yeah. spot on. Oh, Billy Goat. We're going to start calling Mickey Loomis Billy Goat. Billy Goat eat anything. <laughs> it, you know, that's not that's not false. We had goats as a kid. Yeah. We uh, we had to get rid of them because they started chewing uh, our house. Before we had the vinyl side, <laughs> when we had, they started chewing our house. My parents were like, we got to get rid of those like goats. Not the house like eating goat. thing? Huh? Like a stucco? No, that was wood. Oh God! Yeah, my dad wow. was like, no, no, you know, back. Remember back in the day with the rave was vinyl siding. All right, oh, yeah. everybody got that put on up, for sure. And so that we had that put on afterwards. But yeah, it was like the the the, the, the goats would go around eating everything. Billy Goat really will eat anything. That is not a old wise tale or whatever. There's a couple of businesses in town where you can hire goats to come out and just kind of. Clean the foliage off your uh, property. Uh, there's a couple businesses that'll bring baby baby billy goats to you do uh, yoga with. Yep, puppy yoga. Yep, but it's cool when they bring out the billy goats because you get the big get the big protective dogs, the uh, herding dogs. You know, boy, we have gotten off on one. <laughs> we went from we went from whatever you started with, which we won't talk about, to billy goats eating houses. Yeah, <laughs> Stacy Dell's being flexible. Yeah, Man, what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> hey, Jim stays on the mend. How about that? That's good news. Uh, speaking of the Colts, uh, former Colts quarterback Matt Ryan, of course, we all know him very well as a uh, former Falcon. Well, he had some uh, thoughts on uh, the hiring of Raheem Morris. I think most importantly, he's got to stabilize the quarterback position. It really was the thing that that held the Falcons back this last year. And I think if he can do that, whether it's you know bringing in a young player uh, from somewhere else, like a Justin Fields or, or something like that, or moving up in the draft and, and trying to get one of these talented guys that we've seen in, in college football, I think they have to do something at that spot. I look for them to be aggressive this offseason. How good has he been in the booth and on set this year? Rock solid. It was so funny because he always sounded like he's going through puberty after games. Yeah, you know, but you, you don't hear his voice cracking anymore. But he's been he's been really good. Maturation really process. Yeah. Uh, no, he, uh, I, I watch him on CBS HQ uh, all the time whenever he does his spots on there, and I think they've sprinkled him in on you know CBS Sports Network and CBS HQ for those roles, so he just yep. gets more comfortable in front of the camera. Um, and you know, he was in the booth in tandem, uh, you know, this past season, and, and I really think that. He'll be a guy that next year or the year after can really take over that role by himself and kind of be that Greg Olson style of voice in that booth and, and explain it from his vantage point because he he is smooth. And and uh, there's very few players that I was ever around, maybe none, that were more cerebral than him. I mean, he understood the game at such a high level to the point where he would be having conversations with people about the same play that I was just in on, and I had no idea what he was talking about. 
I would be sitting there listening to him going, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, he would see a blitz completely different from, from what I would when, to me, blitzers were just as simple as what gap they were coming in, you know, it'd be gapped out protection or something, and he saw it as like a personnel package. Well, we're, you know, we're in 11, and they're going to bring, you know, five down and rotate them in the box, and, you know, you'll, you'll see that twist in the middle. You're like, wow, that's crazy. Was he on? He was intentionally boring, as far as his public persona. Oh, for you know what sure. I mean? For sure. How different was it behind the scenes? Oh, You're in the man, locker just room a with dude's him. dude, dude's dude. I mean, that's just that's how Matt was, and I know you know Squid's been around him as well. He's he's just, he's just a guy's guy, man. Just a beer drinking, just dude. And he, and he, but he was very good at navigating those waters, just like you just heard him do in front of a camera. Where and 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 everybody, I think everybody's having to do that this week because the Super Bowl. But you, how many times have you watched? Brock Purdy gets some kind of dumb question, and he's he's like, uh, you know, we're just going to focus on us and uh, do what we need to do. He's kind of in that same role. It's truly a knack. Like people don't realize it's it's a real skill to do that kind of stuff. To not say something goofy or not to be a jerk back when you hear a stupid question. I mean, I'll never forget. We got on the plane. I think it might have been. Oh, it was either. I think it was like 2015, and I get on the plane. The team plane. We're leaving. And Matt was getting uh, his uh, little tablet, getting something fixed. And he was standing right above my seat where I had to put my luggage. And uh, he's just standing in the way, didn't know it. And I was like, I was while I walked, you know, I stood there for a second. And he turned around. And he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. My bad. Like, this is starting quarterback. I'm a radio producer on the trip. Like, I'm, I'm nobody on this trip. I'm lucky to be there. And he was just so nice about it. And I was just like, dude. You're the quarterback. It's all right. I can wait to put my bag in his luggage, but that's who he is. Well, it's good home training. But but Mike's right off off. You know when you when you would get him offline and there was nobody around, he was he was awesome. He was he was he had a lot of he has a lot of personalities. Just he knows how to go, be guarded, which is smart. Well, why give, why smart. give people anything to talk very, very about? Nothing that to sink their teeth into. Yeah. Yep. And and I think that was that was always by design. It's it is funny anybody that follows his wife on socials, you can see their personality come out in her socials because she's mm-hmm. so freaking funny, man. Sarah is so funny in the way she is able to kind of highlight what their home life is like. And I don't know how we got off on a tangent about Matt Ryan's home life and what he's like in a person because this was supposed to be about Raheem Morris and the quarterback situation. But uh, anybody who doesn't follow her on socials, man, it is. She is hilarious, hilarious the way that she uh, kind of uh, puts that family on display. All right, well, let's hear what Matt Ryan had to say about the hiring of Raheem Morris. Well, listen, I've seen him in all kinds of different capacities. When he came to Atlanta, he started on the defensive side of the ball with the secondary. We had some issues on the offensive side of the ball. He comes over and coaches the wide receiver group. He then gets asked midseason to go back and call the plays on the defensive side of the ball and then is an interim head coach uh, in his last season with us. So I spent six years around Raheem and have seen him in all of those different lights and then also competed against him early in my career when he was in Tampa as a head coach. And, And I think he's a guy that, number one, connects with his players and guys are going to love playing for him he's got the ability to to kind of make make it known that he cares about his guys but at the same time can hold them accountable and really that's the key right showing love and then being able to push them I think he'll do that really well the thing I'm most excited about for Raheem Morris though is the staff he's starting to put together oh yeah and that's what you know I think often gets overlooked right is let's hire this head coach and he's going to be great and do this well who's going to work with him and who's actually going to call the plays on both sides of the ball I think he's putting together a nice staff it's a mix of kind of experience and, and youth and, and, and energy. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Right. I mean, like that's exactly that's exactly how you feel. And hearing it, I I was not here 
with Raheem Morris. I left right before he got in the building. But Matt, obviously having six years around him, knows him very well. And that ability to have a flex guy that, that can go from passing game coordinator to DB's coach to call. He's like, ah, oh, whatever it takes, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and doing it at a high level, yeah. by the way. Doing it at a high level. Yeah, he's doing it in the NFL. It's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's unbelievable. What Matt saying first and foremost that he connects with his players, I think is – I said this after the hire, Robin, and I think it still stands true. It's not the most important thing. I think people got that misconstrued with the tweet I put out. But it's more important than it's ever been – that you can motivate players in a locker room and connect with players in a locker room. It's more important than it's ever been in the NFL as a head coach. Well, the old school guys just want you to be a no-nonsense drill sergeant. Deprive the players of water during two-a-days, that sort of thing. That's there are just – there's a subset, and I think I think Bill Belichick was one of them, that motivates you with money and motivate you with getting to that that salary and that paycheck and then at the same time don't want to give it to you. Yeah, and don't, right? don't give it <laughs> to you. And don't give it to you. More so than it's ever been, these players are getting – Practice is not as hard, and they're getting more and more benefits in their corner. And I think you have to have a guy like Raheem, like Matt said, that connects with players and can say, look, here's the situation we're in. Here's what we need to do. That's what Dan Campbell's been able to do. D'Amico Ryan's been able to do. Guys like that are becoming more and more important in this league. I think, too, as much talk as there's been about Raheem's uh, resume and what he didn't do as a head coach, what Matt Ryan just said there, in 15 he was a passing game, a defensive passing game coordinator, right? And then in 16, when after Obisky's contract's not renewed as a wide receivers coach, Raheem's over there. And then Dan starts calling plays, and we were forget this, and the defense was a debacle. And then midseason, Raheem leaves over there, goes back to the defensive side, starts calling <laughs> plays for the defense. What I'm getting at is he can go in each room, and because he's coached and been on all sides of the ball, he can maybe add something as a coach, see something as – own paper that these coaches are just missing because they're too close to it. And that is a huge part. And that's what he means by coaching the team as a whole. All right, coming up next, no matter how great you are, you outlive your usefulness. It's coming up next in TV's Timeout Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It's more than just sports talk. This is The Morning Shift. I'm in. Me too. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't funny. With TB's timeout on The Morning Shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Welcome back to The Morning Shift. I just saw Tiffany on Instagram. She's, uh... She was like going down a ladder, I guess, looking at how the fountains at the Bellagio work. Oh, Tiff. She's just having uh, the time of her life out there in I'm Vegas. Sure, she is, man. Just don't text her. Yeah. Oh, really? Why is that? <laughs> she, did. she doesn't like group texts, man. So. Oh, those get on my nerves, too. She, they, uh, get, they just linger on and on. But you always can exit them, you know? So I got well, to- when it's a morning shift group text, you can't really exit it, you know, because she kind of is a part of the morning shift. But, oh, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Day Day's got a droid and it screws everything up. Yeah. Day Day what? Day Day has the, uh, the Android. Oh. The, the green text. I got green thumbs. Yeah, he's got green thumbs. Yeah, he's, he makes it. That, but it, I still just mute the group thread. I'm like, I don't, I don't know why it, I don't dude, why it bothers people. If you just mute it, you don't have to read it. I was listening to a podcast. If you listen to Spotify, I was listening to a podcast on Spotify the other day, and I was walking, and our iRacing group chat, Rob was going off. It was Mike and some of the guys we do iRacing with. And every time you do that, it... If you have the the ear the earbuds in, it stops the podcast and reads the message, and it would be like That's Mike annoying. Johnson says, and then you hear, then you hear the podcast. So Mike Johnson says, oh, Doug Doug says in iRacing, and I'm like, oh my god, stop! I had to mute it. I was so frustrated. Mine's been, I don't I don't think I have a group text that's not muted, like just for that simple reason. Like I have to mute every single one of them, but I, I try to catch up when I can. Try to catch up when I can. Well, we um, no matter how great you've been, no matter, we all outlive our usefulness. Apparently, that's kind of what it, what it comes down to with Bill Belichick, I believe, and uh, Tom Brady. That's an odd mix. He and Jim Gray, they have that podcast together. Ugh, what a what a, this Jim Gray. Gray. I mean, when he when he went after Pete Rose in the All Star Game here in Atlanta, I'm, I'm still mad about that. that. He will forever be remembered. It, it, it fair or not fair, and it's not fair. What was that, 20 years ago? Yeah, that was not the time. But he, Jim Gray made it about Jim Gray that night. And but. it just, it's so it's 20 years ago, and I still cannot get that moment out of my head every that, time I hear his name. That's not his only bad moment, though. There's a, there's another one, if I remember right. He's got another really bad one um, that he's just, he's, ugh. There is just a point in time where sportscasters like him, uh, I think Costas has done it. Dan Patrick, obviously, is, has done it in a, in a good way for the most part, but they crossover into not uh background you know what i mean like they're not all they're, they're not just the one doing the highlights or calling play-by-play or holding the microphone it's they are the story and for better or worse jim gray i've never been able to overcome that with him as far as the pete rose thing and he lobbied and uh, bought himself a star on the hollywood walk of fame too i believe something like that but uh, at any rate here's uh, tom brady talking about why bill belichick is now unemployed 
Are you surprised Bill Belichick hasn't gotten a job in this cycle? You know, I don't, I, I don't know the criteria for hiring these guys, for hiring coaches. You know, I have never been a part of it. I mean, I'm surprised that the greatest coach ever doesn't have a job. You know, absolutely. But you know, I'm surprised a lot of things in the NFL. When I was a free agent, there was a lot of teams that didn't want me. There's a lot of things that happen that you know, for one reason or another, don't go exactly the way you, you know you think they should go. <laughs> is, there, is there any slight in there? Because I kept trying to listen for it, and I feel. Like- I feel like there probably is in his head. I didn't. I didn't really feel like that. Do you think there's any ill will between those two? I think there is. I think there is. I think that there was. I guarantee you, in Brady's mind, that he is sitting there thinking to himself, "You know what? Like you said, Rob, sometimes you outlive your usefulness." And yep. he didn't think I was useful to the Patriots any longer, and wanted to move on, and didn't think I could do it because I was old, because the game had changed or whatever it may be. I guarantee you when Tom's head, he didn't he doesn't outright say it, but he just, well, you know, there was some teams that didn't want me in the NFL. Uh, you know, some people think you're too old and they want a new chapter and whatever else. He didn't he didn't go to it, but I know that that has to be in the back of his head. Well, it came out last week. Tom Brady's dad spoke to the Boston Globe and he said he he, he basically said that Bill runs a military system. It's a different generation. That's why he doesn't have a job right now. But he goes. Uh, but he goes on to say, he goes. How many times has he said back in fifteen or sixteen that he wanted to win without Tommy? When he went without Tommy, he didn't know what he was losing. You're losing more than a quarterback. Ego sometimes gets in the way of things. I think it did with Bill. Now he's in a situation where he's gotten crucified for the last few years by everybody, and a lot of the luster has come off his rose. That's Tom Brady's dad, who is extremely close with Tom Brady. If you don't think those are actual Tom Brady, the quarterback's words, and that his dad is just saying what Tom, how Tom feels, because so, he can get away with it, then I don't know. I, then, then you believe a lot of other things that aren't true too. Have you ever seen a human being ever respond to perceived or real slights better than Tom Brady, where he was drafted? You're too old to be in uh, New England now. The ultimate flex going down to Tampa Bay. I'll just win a Super Bowl down here. It is. It is. It, it does feel a lot like at times the old Michael Jordan on his, you know, on the docuseries just saying, you know, and I took that personal. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> whether it was per, whether it was real or just perceived, it's like I took that personal. Just make up stuff to motivate. Yeah. Man. That's, what, it, that's it's, what the great ones And do. it's a tale as old as time. I mean, how many times we talked about the Georgia team from two years ago that makes up, you know, everybody thought we'd go seven yeah. and five. It's like, no. It was uh, us against the world. That was definitely uh, no. You were pretty much in everybody's top twenty-five preseason. I don't yeah, know what uh, you're talking about. Yeah, you I'm think? Really sure where that comes you from. think Kirby like faked the newscast? He had like the Georgia broadcast team or something do a do a fake broadcast where they could play the audio and the visual. I wouldn't be shocked. in the locker rooms. Where I wouldn't be shocked. I predict Georgia to go seven and five. Because that's what I think that's the essence of uh, what makes Kirby great is the fact that he can find ways to keep those guys motivated and focused in spite of all the success they had. You find any way possible. You have to be a master manipulator and psychologist to pull that off. Well, he learned from the best in college because Saban did the same thing. There's no doubt in my mind that Saban. I I was, yeah, ground zero for that. It was uh, was unbelievable. Wasn't that what happened after the 2008 SEC title game? It happened a year before that. We, We went, you know, seven and six in 07. And he played in the weight room. He would play the Louisiana Monroe game on repeat. Yep. It was on repeat. <laughs> it was on repeat in the weight room. I mean, like, in March, we lost Mississippi State that year. That The, the pictures of Sylvester Croom on the shoulders of Mississippi State players being carried off the field. 
poster. I mean, poster size and he, all over the locker room. played at Alabama. Played for the Bear. Well, then you then you <laughs> you go twelve and two, and you lose to Utah, and you lose to Florida in 08. That Florida game on repeat, on repeat. Was that effective or after a while you ignored? No, it was definitely effective for us because we, I don't know how it works anymore. But we we were still climbing the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you won it, and I won it when I, we won it when I was a senior. So I don't know how. I, they had maybe the most talented team they've ever had at Alabama in 2010 and lost three games because I feel like it probably kind of wore off. It probably like, all right, you know, that's good. That was, you know, 2010 was Julio's last year, uh, Mark Ingram's last year, Marcel Darius's last year. You still, you had Trent there still. I mean, they were loaded. Um, and they I think they ended up playing actually Kirk Cousins in the Capital One Bowl that year. Yeah, so. I, I just can't imagine that last year leading up to the SEC championship game, they didn't have David Pollock on – from the national title game the year before, saying, you know, Georgia is now the program in college football. It's like, a, you guys, you know, every now and then you'll scroll, like, your feed, whatever it may be, and you'll see a picture of somebody, and it'll have a quote underneath, and then in real small print it'll say, didn't really say this. <laughs> and I, I swear, you know, in 07, that was, like, right when Twitter first got off the ground, there was, like, poster board form of that. You know what I mean? Like, you something pictured to the tack, you know, uh, stapled to the tack board, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. And you know they might say, didn't really say that. Well, the AI deepfakes now are just, I mean, it's hilarious what it's you can insane. do with it, but it's also alarming. Terrifying. Like, I mean, you have like Brock Purdy, a, a quote attributed to him, you know, well, there's 90 quarterbacks on NFL rosters, and Cam Newton isn't one of them. Something Brock Purdy would never, <laughs> never in a million say. years say, never. it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they asked, actually, they asked Brock the name, the eight guys that were drafted in front of him uh, in that cl- class, Desmond Ritter here in Atlanta being one of them. And uh, Malik Willis is another mm-hmm. one, and he said, uh, "He goes, he goes, yeah, no, he goes, I don't really operate that way. Yeah, it's not really He's my like, thing. I don't really care about the people that are, you know, I don't have any ill will. They got drafted, and, and I didn't. I mean, here I am, and I'm here because of that. And it's and it's right now. I, on the other hand, I remember everything that people have told me that I couldn't do, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, I do not forget stuff like that because it is a, it is a driving force. Now I, I'm obviously have never been. A, I'm not a Tom Brady or a Michael Jordan talent, but with those things, and not athletically, for sure, but I remember that kind of stuff. So you tell me I can't do something, and this makes, I'm like a five-year-old. I just want to, you know, don't don't touch that in the store while I'm going to touch it. I can't help. <laughs> can't help myself. This hour brought to you by Morgan & Morgan Injured. Hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Well, you remember last year, Arthur Smith called his own plays on the offense. Well, Raheem Morris ain't going to do that on defense. Is that an advantage? We'll explore that notion next at the top of the hour. It's the morning shift. This is Sports Radio 99 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.